0: Ears up, in depth. I don't know why I paused there. I guess because I sort of got distracted about what I'm actually doing today. It's A lot Which going on. <laughs> I don't know. What show of What show is this? I have no idea. I'm just I'm right. here to talk in the microphone, and uh, it's going to be either um, about Disney news or uh, you know I have no idea. It could be about anything. You never know anymore. Uh, with me, of course, as always, is Jeremy. I wouldn't have it any other way. Jeremy, welcome, uh, welcome back, man. It's good to see you. I'm I'm glad you wouldn't have it any other way. That makes me feel very loved. Well, and that's what's most important. It's in your contract that I have to say that now. <laughs> we we re- that renewed your contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we have a lot of good news for you today. Actually, a lot of talking points to go through, and that's going to be uh, exciting. Just in the planning stages of this, uh, you know, before the show, Jeremy and I like to get together, and sometimes it's on YouTube, and sometimes it's not. And so if you're listening live, you can catch it, and I, you know, edit out. But uh, Jeremy told me about some late-breaking news that we'll talk about uh, as well, and there's, it's always fun. It's always fun to, to just be sort of blindsided by fresh news.
1: It was a big news day, that, they're big news week, really. There was a lot of official Disney announcements, which I don't even think we're going to cover them all. And then there was some other stuff that's, you know, a little more... Uh, underground i suppose that we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah so a lot of things happening we had to i had to edit it down there's usually it's weeks where i'm trying to find something to talk about this week i was like what do i want to talk about because you know it was like a, it was a horn of plenty a cornucopia of news items cornucopia dude
0: <laughs> don't corn my copy. <laughs> anyways if you want to support the show you guys there's a bunch of ways to do it you can go to patreon.com slash ears up which is the best way to do it you sign up for five bucks a month You get the secret show, you get a little other little odds and ends of shows that we like to put together every now and then. I say we mean me. (laughs) Um, You can go to etsycom slash shop slash covers. You can buy a bunch of shirts and all this kind of fun stuff that we have. We have a lot of new uh, a lot of cool shirt designs. If you don't want to do any of that, but you just want to go, hey, you know, I got a couple extra bucks. Let's support the show, you know, one time or whatever. You can go to our support us page on our website, which is earsup-podcast.com. And there's a section down there to tip the show. We have a buy me a coffee account or cash app, which is like Venmo, but cooler, I guess, somehow. I don't really know. Um, anyway, a, a few people have asked about different ways to support us that aren't signing up for a whole thing like a Patreon or, you know, like I don't want any clothes. I just want to, you know, support the show, keep the shows on the air. And that's the best way to do it. So, Check it out. You can go to support us, uh, buy me a coffee, cash app if you want, whatever you want to do. If you want to wave your money around, that's fine. So people buy you a coffee? It's just called buy me a coffee, but it's just like a donation. Oh. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a hip, cool way to, you know, avoid PayPal. Have
1: you ever heard of a coffee called a flat white?
0: Yes. Apparently that is a um, an Australian invention, and uh, it's made its way around the world. I don't really I know what fake. it is, though. Really?
1: What is it? Well, someone, someone ordered one. And I was like, well, what is what's the story with that? What is that? They're like, oh, well, it's coffee with, you know, froth, froth milk and milk. I was like, oh, so you've ordered a latte. So it's a latte. Like, no, it's it's more coffee than a latte. I was oh. like, Oh, so it's a cappuccino. They're like, no, it's not as much as that. I was like, so we <laughs> needed a drink between a latte and a cappuccino. There was this big white space there that mm-hmm. no one was filling. And now we have that called a flat white. Yes, I think it's a farce.
0: Well, look, man. That's all. I I don't know. I don't have to tell you on that. There's also something called a skinny white.
1: I don't like that either. Yeah, I don't even know What is that just
0: made with skim milk? Probably. I don't really know. (laughs) When I used to work at Starbucks, people would try to throw these weird names at you, and it's like, I don't know what that is. Can you just order from the board, please? You were a barista? Yeah, for like three or four years. Okay, well... Well, I wanna know more
1: about this. <laughs> <I realize laughs> want to know. That's not the topic of tonight's show, so no. maybe we do we'll do a little extra bonus material or something and oh. hear about your your days as a barista.
0: Okay. I mean I'll I'll tell you whatever you want to know. That would be fun. Yeah. I'm Was
1: sorry. flat white on the menu? No. There's
0: yeah, because no it doesn't thing. exist. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. I don't know. It happens, man. Um all right, Jared, let's get to let's get to some news, my friend, because we do have sort of a lot to cover um, yeah. I think we should just jump right into the, the thing I learned, the breaking news that we learned right before this show is that uh, there's an update coming to Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen in oh, downtown yeah. Disney in Anaheim and uh, I'm very upset about it. it. There's concept art and Jeremy was like, have you seen what they're doing to Ralph Brennan's?" I'm like, no. <laughs> what is it? And he's like, there's concept art and then I found it. And uh, of course, I can't really enlarge it. There it is, right there. Even enlarged, it looks—it's impossible. But let me share this on the on YouTube here. It looks terrible, uh, Jeremy. What did you call it? What did I call it? I don't know. I don't know what I called it. You said it was—they're—they're they're giving it the uh,
1: the the. Oh, I said that because g- you said, "Well, what are they doing to Ralph Brennan's?" I said, "Oh, they're giving it the Polynesian DVC treatment."
0: They are. Yes, so they've they've changed that that beautiful building, which is very colorful and is sort of a representative of New Orleans. It had all the raw
1: iron railings that yes. you see on all those balconies on you know whatever street it is. What's the street? The street. Bourbon Street. To. Bourbon Street. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like Bond Street, you know. <laughs> yeah, the famous one that everyone loves. You know, the it looks like New Orleans currently. Yeah. Just like the Polynesian looks like the Polynesian currently.
0: Right. But now this is like an eggshell white. So, you know, that building is yellow, I believe, like a light yellow. It's going to be like eggshell white with like this, you know, weird gray tan shutters. All that wrought iron looks like it's going to be replaced with glass. So it's very modern. Gone is like the big alligator out front. Gone is the the chef with the pot. The statues out front. The little... um. The little beignet cafe to the left is now going to be called something else. I can't really read it, but it just looks. It, it looks, looks beignets. It does? Okay. I, it, it just looks hip. And I don't know. I don't like it. It looks. It looks. It doesn't look organic. It looks terrible.
1: I just don't understand why they're insisting on taking away theming. Isn't that what this whole place is? Isn't that what we're all doing here? We're here for theming.
0: Right. We're here for park. theming. We're here for individuality. Also, we want to be transported to a place. That's why we come here. That's why we go to Disneyland. And I understand it's downtown Disney, but every place should be a little bit different. Give us something cool to look at. Otherwise it's a strip mall. Same thing with the, with the new Polynesian uh, village thing. It's a strip mall. Now that's all this is going to be. All of these places are going to be looking the same. This is all it's going to be. It's going to be manufactured, Um, you know, preconceived construction that that doesn't take any forethought that there's no energy behind. There's no kinetic energy to this building at all. There's nothing unique about it whatsoever. That cool Ralph Brennan sign is gone. I don't know if it's really going to be if it's really going to be there or not. I I guess I don't really understand how they work because it's a chain. It's not just in downtown Disney. So Mm -hmm. you want it to sort of carry theming over from, you know, location to location, like McDonald's s- sort of look different, but at their core, they're the same. Yeah. This is gonna be wildly different. I don't like it. I'm, I'm sort of mad about it. Cause it, 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 it looks like a hotel also it, you know, with like the, the planners outside that are sort of dividing the, the eating spaces and it just looks lame. It it's looks interesting lame. That you
1: say it looks like a hotel dis twitter is reacting and one of the tweets that i saw was i don't know why y'all are mad about this it looks like a perfectly good hojo right in the middle of downtown disney <laughs> it really <laughs> so it does kind of, too, man it has a very generic look to it and here's the thing this company keeps crying jpeg's up there at the at the shareholders meeting he's like we don't have the money to do all this stuff you guys we're trying to build back our finances so you're gonna take something that's great And just make it look, you're going to spend money making it look less great. Like, (laughs) aren't there better places that you could use that money? Like, I know that there's probably like much more expensive projects, but I don't know bank this money. We like what's there now. You're not, it's not like it's going to be a new restaurant. Exactly. Just Do nothing. All you have to do is literally
0: nothing. Yes. We like it the way it is. That's why people go there. I mean, how is the, the, that cool entrance that they have with that wrought iron spiral staircase going up to the second floor is all that going to be gone too? Because that doesn't match the aesthetic. It's going to get rid of everything, everything that's, that makes this place cool and unique. I mean, the food is expensive and it's good, you know, I wouldn't say it's amazing food, um, but it's going to be more California centric, supposedly. And it's just, it's not going to be Ralph Brennan's. It's going to be a, just a different restaurant with Ralph Brennan's name in cool, you know, font out front. That's it. It's just, it's not going to be the same. And, you know, I know it sounds kind of weird to talk about like the soul of a restaurant, but when you go to special places like Disneyland for vacation, you go to these specific places because you expect a certain feel. And, you, you know, it's just nostalgia for downtown Disney. It's just the same as it's nostalgia for Fantasyland or wherever you want to go in Disneyland or DCA. Why are you messing with it? Like you said, all you had to do was leave it alone. If you have no money to do it, cool. Then don't do anything at all. Understand right. it. But, I mean, it, it sounds like they're trying to make it homogenous for, you know, the rest of the, the new stuff that's coming to, to downtown Disney. So, I guess, I guess. But also, it, it doesn't all need to be the same color. All the way that all the way down through winding through downtown Disney does not all need to be the same color. All the facades do not right. need to match. No, it, it
1: should be it should be a jumble. It, that's what gives it interest. Theme Park Duo Podcast weighed in. Out of all the news this morning, this is the most depressing downgrade. How are you going to make Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen from New Orleans look like a goddamn CPK, which is California Pizza? Kitchen? <laughs>
0: uh, it really does, man.
1: I have to say that there is a part of this that gives me some joy. Why? And that is that for the last three, since 2019, I have been over here on the East Coast alone railing against the homogenization and boringization of Disney World and Epcot. Okay, And all you West Coasters laughed and laughed, thinking you were untouchable and you had your Disneyland. Well, now Disney's magic wand of blandness is starting to come to you. And now you (laughs) know what the pain I have been feeling for the last three years is when they take away all your wonderful things and they make them boring. So have fun,
0: Disneyland. It's your turn. Oh, man. Sucker. Bev's at Disneyland right now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well she better soak it up Beth take as many pictures are there. of Walt Brennan's as she can
0: because it's going away that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm that's what I want a messenger but uh she sent me a text today she says uh, currently Mr toad pirates which you already know about uh space mountain big Thunder and Matterhorn are all closed and then she says uh Indiana Jones just closed down right now so she's at the park and that's one two three four five six eight Main rides closed, and she goes. It's not. It's not that busy, but with the, those many rides closed, it feels packed in the parks. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. I mean, for you know, like I said, Pirates. We already know it's refurbished, but I'm, that's a lot to break down. Indy yeah. always goes down. It comes back up relatively soon, but it's just it feels. That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's a ton, man. That's
1: uh, that is a little frustrating. Well, she can go get a beignet.
0: That's right. All right. What else, what do you got, Jeremy? Let's start with uh,
1: start with you. It's the Disney Hotel where Yeehaw Bob sings, and lately there have been arrests and criminal stings. <laughs> okay. Speaking of course of Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside, where I actually went there last weekend to hear Yeehaw Bob and have a dirty Marty, and I enjoyed myself immensely. They've been the site of some nefarious characters lately. I suppose allegedly nefarious, I should add in there, allegedly is an important word. 17-year-old DeWan Marty Smith was arrested at the resort last month, according to an Orange County Sheriff's Office incident report. The teen from South Carolina was taken into custody without incident, but is wanted back in South Carolina, where he is awaiting trial for the alleged shooting and killing of two teenagers in the parking lot outside of the Sangaree Public Library there on March 2nd. Good Lord. I can't believe this guy is just taking vacations.
0: I mean, I guess, you know, even alleged murderers need a break. Got to, I don't know. Got recharge. Yeah. Marty Smith
1: has been charged with two counts of murder and two counts of possessing a, de- a deadly weapon during a v- <laughs> I wrote violent crime, but it's actually <laughs> a violent crime. He was arrested by the U.S. Marshal Service and transported back to Berkeley County Jail in South Carolina, where, according to Berkeley County Chief Jeremy Baker, Marty Smith will be tried as an adult for those crimes and could face up to life imprisonment. Smith was apparently on vacation when he was caught in his Port Orleans Resort hotel room. Authorities didn't know if he had visited any of the Disney theme parks or any other Orlando area attractions. A spokesperson for the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office declined to say how authorities ended up tracking him down in Orlando, other than to say that the U.S. Marshals were involved. They also did not provide any details on who Smith was with or how he booked a room because he's a minor. Hmm. technically but i suppose if you are uh, able to shoot and kill people you (laughs) probably can fake an id yeah probably Uh, although if i was gonna fake an id the first place i would go would probably not be disney world unless i was going to the abracadabra (laughs) but that's not the only trouble that's been brewing over at port orleans no sir Two individuals were arrested for theft at Port Orleans following a sting set up by Disney and the Orange County Sheriff's Department after several complaints of items going missing from rooms at the hotel. They set up the operation in room 8097, where $200 in cash and AirPods and other personal items were left in a backpack in view of hidden cameras set up to catch the sticky-fingered culprits. Oh, my God.
0: I love it. I love it so much.
1: I love it, too. I love a sting. <laughs> I love a hidden camera. I love yes. all of it. Hide hide me a camera, brother, hide and me give me camera. the feed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the wait for the thieves was but brief. Mm. Two Disney cast members, Raf Marie Cartagena-Torres and Aishalim Abraham Rodriguez, entered the room with instructions to clean it. Torres was already suspected of theft, but they didn't know that Rodriguez was in on this. According to the Orange County Sheriff's report, upon entry, Torres is immediately seen looking into the front of the back front pocket of the backpack and removing the cash from its interior. She's observed counting the money while engaging in conversation (laughs) with Rodriguez. She is then observed rummaging through the rest of the bags in the room, but did not take any of the other valuables. So the uh, all the Apple equipment was left on. Uh, sure, you know, left in its place. You got to move all that. Cash is king, baby. Cash is king, and also she's smart in the sense that greed is what kills them all. Yep. They got they. You don't. Know, you got to know when to hold them, and you've got to know <laughs> when to fold them. That's right. You don't know when to walk away, and when to empty the garbage cans before you run. And not only that. They didn't take all of the cash.
0: Ooh, even smarter. Yes. The little onesie twosie crimes. Because, I mean, think about it. You're cleaning the thing. It's easy to think, oh, did I? I thought I had $400 in cash, but I guess I have two. Where did that come from? Versus, hey, my laptop is gone and I know it was here. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So they're smart. Or it's like, oh, maybe I put those 20s in my other other than my pants pocket. You Mm -hmm. never know.
0: Yeah, it so must have fallen two- out. They must have fallen out at the park. Man, that makes me mad. Right. Yeah. So,
1: and these these are they're smart criminals because they know they've got a lot of rooms to clean. You skim a little off the top of all of them, and at the end of the day, you get a big payday. That's right. But they weren't counting on the Orange County Sheriff's Department. Even of the $200, each cast member was found with only 65 each. So they left like about 70 bucks in there. But the serial numbers matched that of the money Mm. deliberately left in the bag. So we know whose money that was. Yeah. The incident report did not indicate how many previous thefts these individuals were suspected of having been involved in, but clearly it was enough to raise eyebrows at Disney that they would need to get a sting going. Mm -hmm. So uh, lock up your cash in rooms when you're staying at Disney. Lock your rooms because you could also have a murderer nearby. (laughs) So thieves, murderers, I don't know what else is going to
0: be there. You know, I've never been one to like use the safe in my room for any reason because I sort of like they're not going to dig through my bags and steal my computer. It's just not going to happen. Like I've left, you know, hundreds of dollars of, you know, camera equipment and computers and stuff for work and whatever. Just leave it out there. Because I yeah. basically trust people. I know. But I've also been in in hotels where I think I have misplaced cash. Right. And I don't know. what You can't prove anything at that point. So it's like, okay. I, and I'm not going to make a big stink and call the front desk and be like, there's $35 missing from my jeans pocket. I want everyone right. up here. Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I might rethink that a little bit.
1: Yeah, you should rethink it. I do generally use it, but I don't put a ton in there. Usually it's if I'm abroad. I usually put my passport and maybe one credit card in there just in case I do lose my wallet when I'm out. I always have mm. another credit card to go back to. And then, of course, your passport is really important. So that's what I put in there. Everything else is replaceable.
0: When you go out, when you're abroad and you go to like bars, don't you use your passport for ID or do you just look old enough where you don't get carded? I get
1: carded. <laughs> I've, I get carded here. I get carded constantly. Yeah. Have you seen this face?
0: Yeah, you don't have as much gray hair as me. All
1: right. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um, I just use a driver's license, but I've never really... I don't... Yeah, a driver's license will do.
0: Okay. Yeah, right. I don't think I... Well, look at you, world traveler. The
1: 21st Amendment Brewery's latest beer release, Tropical Brew Free or Die IPA, puts an island vacation in their whimsically designed cans. That's right, Cans. This refreshing year-round release Tropical IPA is brewed with pale and Munich malts, brimming with a Zaka, Citra Cryo, and Mosaic hops, and topped with a splash of pineapple flavor. The result is a clean, refreshing beer featuring a mix of sweet malt, balanced bitterness, fruit-forward hops, and a nice tropical vacation at the finish. Tropical Brew for Your Dye IPA is available at your local good beer shop, neighborhood taproom, and anywhere else people come together to find great craft beer.
0: Let's talk a little bit about some changes coming to some better changes, maybe potentially to the rest of the Disneyland Resort. Apparently, the Paradise Pier Hotel, which is uh, sort of, you know, relegated to like, oh, I could you can stay there if you want. Like nobody really wants to go there. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that's getting overhauled. In a presentation uh, this evening, which was yesterday, uh, Disneyland officials announced a Pixar overhaul for the Paradise Pier Hotel at the Disneyland Resort. The uh, hotel will also get its own dedicated, quote, portal to DCA, which I find very interesting. The theme will not, is that like a a, a gate, a web portal? (laughs) Yeah. You can log in and see how the park looks from your room. And then you have to schlep it, you know, schlep your booty four miles (laughs) away or whatever. The theme will not be limited to any single Pixar franchise, but will instead celebrate a variety of franchises. I, I, I just, I really dislike celebrate as a language for a company to say about their own product. I just don't like right. it. It's like the Encanto thing. Come celebrate. We don't talk about Bruno by watching a thing that we made, but the money that we make <laughs> off this thing. I don't understand. The artistry of Pixar will fully encompass the rooms, lobby, and restaurants. Okay, now you're starting to get... It sounds a little cheap now. The first thing that guests will experience when walking into the lobby with the iconic Pixar Luxo ball and lamp. So that is... Uh, which uh, Both of those are giant out in front of the Pixar uh, studios in Emeryville out here. OK, so I don't know how you know, big they're going to be, but uh, that's kind of cool. And there's really no mother, really no mother. There's really no more details uh, on that as well. So uh, that's all we have so far. We have an announcement uh, that uh, the uh, Paradise Pier Hotel is going to get its own uh, entrance to DCA plus a little Pixar refurb. Which okay. I, sort of I mean, get, I mean with, the, with the Paradise Pier being now Pixar Pier, or whatever, it makes sense. You, why do you have the, the, uh, the Paradise sort of, you know, hotel in the middle of the Pixar retheming of the boardwalk area? You know what I mean? Right.
1: I, I, the only thing I have an issue with is that Pixar, to me, is not a theme. You can't theme something <laughs> Pixar. Pixar is a collection of different, very diverse things.
0: That's true. Yeah. Have you, have you read my, uh, have you seen my, my, uh, my new podcast? It's themed around, uh, the dictionary. <laughs> the dictionary. I don't know, man, whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, I sort of agree with you. It, it's, it's almost like we don't really know what to do right now with this. So let's just make it that, I mean, it sort of sounds like what you guys have in Disney world, right? You have like pop century or art of animation or whatever. Those are sort of, ethereal you know non-solid ideas but i don't necessarily think i like it because you have you know california grand which is a big theme right you have the Disney- disneyland hotel which is just in and of itself a you know funky you know cool thing why not i don't know it sort of seems very generic It's like what's next the marvel hotel that already exists they just did it in
1: disneyland paris oh yeah see it's a thing um i guess do? yeah i mean i agree with you in your point art of animation pop century those th- i mean there is a th- sort of a theme there but it's more just like here's a bunch of junk
0: from
1: different <laughs> years well that's or, sort of what or, organized into <clears throat> into decades i it's don't sort of... think it's a f- a theme it does it's not they're not remaking place okay i see you know like i trans- see your point those other things are remaking place but this these are just here's here's a bunch of crap
0: It's That sort of scares me that that's what this might be. Although it might also be like the Lamplight Lounge that they redid recently. That's all Pixar themed, but you have different rooms of like animation and different specific storyboards and whatever. So maybe it'll be something like that. But that is, you know, the general theme of Pixar, air quotes, to go top to bottom, soup to nuts, redo everything around this theme that's so broad. How are you going to do that? What what are the rooms going to look like? Are the floors going to be different? It just seems like, It's a lot of space to fill in different ways that could go pear-shaped really quickly. It could also be very subtle. You know, who knows? Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. The other thing we're going to see, though, is in Tokyo, Disney Resort is about to permanently close their version of Space Mountain um, with a very exciting plan for what comes next. The Tokyo Disney Resort made this announcement today through both an official press release and a blog post. While Space Mountain is in fact closing permanently, it's not going to happen immediately. An unspecified point in 2024 is currently on the books for this historic happening, and the park's official line on what to expect reads as follows. Quote, Space Mountain, an exhilarating indoor roller coaster that takes guests on a high-speed joyride through space, has been a favorite of guests since the grand opening of Tokyo Disneyland in 1983. This entirely new attraction will maintain its original concept as an indoor roller coaster, but will have enhanced performance and immersive special effects that will give guests even more thrills on this exciting rocket ride. So they are taking apart Space Mountain and completely redoing it. They're awesome. That's
1: the best thing I've ever heard. The concept art looks fantastic. By the way, no show building like really? there's no big gray box next to it <laughs> it all looks fantastic so that I'm really excited for and also this is they're redoing an old ride and they're not crowbarring IP into it they're just going to redo it and make it better they're and like update it's old we're going to plus it we're going to mm. make it look neat from the outside we're going to make it a more exciting track they're giving their that's that's the change that we want that's the evolution that we that we deserve over here but if you want that from a disney park you have to go to a park that's not owned by disney
0: yeah i mean look i i sort of agree with you but at the same time this is like another thing ridiculous you totally agree with me and you think (laughs) everything i say is
1: fantastic
0: uh that's true um this is sort of like the ralph brennan's thing like do people want this do people want the star, the Space Mountain to be pulled apart? Do people want a refresh of a classic ride? It's sort of like that. They enjoy the old part of it. I mean, that's part of the fun. It's part of the neat adventure of it. It's like you, you know, it's sort of cheesy, it's sort of cool. But maybe. It, but I'm only thinking about the, at the lens through uh, of, of Disneyland. Where everything sort of has a historical thing, and you you can't help but think about rides within the context of history and where they are in the timeline of that specific park. I think everything else is sort of like, uh, yeah, we can just change it, it doesn't really matter. You being more world-traveled as far as parks go, is that vibe sort of resonate? I'm not
1: sure I'm not I don't necessarily know what you're getting at. I mean I I like your point of, I don't I don't know what you're talking about it's it so complete gibberish to me. But what I did – no what I, what I, I think is Cut this out don't worry about. It. People are often saying you just don't like change. Oh, you just don't like change. And Right. I am not opposed to change as long as I think that that change is thematically correct and change that's interesting mm-hmm. and i agree with you that there's a nostalgia to the original space mountain and there's definitely a point or you know there's arguments to be made on that side however i'm so tired of the only change space mountain gets is hyperspace mountain or you know, some stupid star wars thing <laughs> everything we get is just ip they they take the same thing yes. and put a cheap ip overlay over it D- tokyo disneyland's like we're not doing that we're actually going to give you a new thrill after all these many years it's been, it's been what 40 years we're going to give you a new thrill but we're going to we're just basically moving this right on a bit we're not going to ruin it we're not going to take away we're, we're going to up it and we're going to make it look modern and, and it, it's going to continue to keep that land intact and we're mm-hmm. not going to put a big gray show building next to it like we did with Tron which is like my, my little nephew goes why does it look like offices <laughs> I don't know your little um, nephew spends too much time with you <laughs> <laughs> so i agree i hear you that there is they are still changing it but i think it's at least change in the right direction
0: okay well that's fair uh the last update i'm just I trying have... to be positive
1: jason yeah, because I... i'm not often positive no i happy. agree
0: and i and i wonder if maybe uh, you should have a lie down and sort of recompose yourself <laughs> the last quick uh, little hit I wanted to do is, you know, we've talked about the Disney themed community, Cotino, which will be built in Rancho Mirage uh, down in Southern California near Coachella, near the in the Coachella Valley. Well, apparently,
1: oh, it's it's over there, huh? It's
0: over there, yeah. Um, apparently, there was a groundbreaking ceremony this last Tuesday for it. They broken ground. They're starting to actually do construction. On, uh, on this project. Rancho Mirage Mayor Charles Townsend called the development a, quote, perfect fit for Rancho Mirage at the groundbreaking, saying it would be, quote, an economic boost for Rancho Mirage and the entire Coachella Valley. During the ceremony, Disney officials announced that homes in Catino will begin to sell in early 2023, with the first people being able to move in by 2024. Okay. Not too far okay. away.
1: Not too far away, so
0: I think we'll be. Uh, we're already on the list. Maybe we'll move there. I need to get out of this this pollen up here, dude. I've had allergies for seven months, and I'm about to lose my mind. Are you really on the list? Uh, well, I mean, I you know went to their website and it says like if you want more information, sign up for our you know whatever. So I did that. You reason. didn't put a deposit down. No, <laughs> I don't even think you can really, to be honest with you. Uh, Brett Brent Harrington, who was part of DMB Development. Uh, Not Dave Matthews band development, Terrence, so calm down for a second. Uh, Development in charge of the project said the homes are expected to be mid-century modern themed. I mean, I'm shocked. It's my aesthetic. I love it so much Uh, with a, quote, forward looking feeling. If it looks anything like Ralph Brennan, I'm out. There's no way.
1: I think it's going to look exactly like that. That's what the concept art is. That's also the only thing Disney's able to create. Every building they announce looks like that.
0: Right. It's like they bought stock in uh, different shades of brown paint. Uh, Harrington also said that street names will be color themed. So you you hang a right on green and hang a left on taupe and you get to me on Rose Avenue. I I think that's neat. It's cool. Yeah, I was just being facetious. No other details were released about what the community will look like. Neither was a completion date for all the amenities in Cotino. Uh, Thomas Maslam, the president of Disney Signature Experiences, said that they are still figuring out what the resort will look like Exactly. Quote, all of these incredible amenities that we're going to build from dining to live entertainment to retail to a hotel will be accessible to everyone in the Coachella Valley and here in Rancho Mirage. Um, There has been some blowback from community members with concern about a community of this size and kind coming to Rancho Mirage. A few of these concerns include the lagoon's water usage, the traffic, and the state of affordable housing for all potential employees this will bring To the desert so you know because they're having like a what is it like a 24 acre lagoon so in case you guys don't know California has been in the middle of a drought for like 20 years this is what I never understood about like theme parks and places that have giant water features we are struggling for water. Um, Right now, parts of L.A. are being forced to uh, ration their own water and reduce their amount of water because we're in a it's dire. It's bad out here, but we're going to have 24 acres of water here. And apparently this has all been pre-approved since like 2019. Rancho Mirage Mayor Charles Townsend said that the water issue was addressed already and that what the Catino community will use doesn't even amount to the amount of water a golf course uses. It quote. Listen to this quote. It sounds like the most like Southern California quote ever. It's so recyclable. There's like three different programs that would go into recycling the water for everything. Who said that? The mayor. the mayor. The mayor of, Branch of Mirage. I mean, even <laughs> if you take like, the valley girl out of it, it's so recyclable. There's like three different programs that would go into recycling the water for everything. It still sounds kind of like get off TikTok, Mayor Townsend.
1: It's so recyclable. <laughs> it's so recyclable. So, are they saying that that water is going to be
0: gray water from the city? Uh, well, here, this is another uh, quote. It says the pl- there's a plan that dates back to 2019 and says community water usage will be no more than 80% of the maximum water allowance guidelines imposed by the Coachella Valley Valley Water district um, I don't actually really know that I mean it's it sounds like it. it's three different water recycling programs so you know out here in front of our house we have a, a little lagoon a little lake or whatever and it's a lot of overflow like you collect they, it collects the water from um, from the uh, the gutters you know from the street sure drains into there it gets cleaned through a pump and then when it gets too full it gets pumped out into the into the delta system out here. Right. Kind of flushes out there. Okay. Maybe it's going to be something like that, but I mean, maybe it is also gray water and you're not really going to be able to like swim in it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But a uh, couple, couple, two, three updates here, Jer. Okay. That's exciting. How many stories do you have? You have one more left? I have one more story. All right. Let me, uh, let's take a quick break. Okay. We'll come back. We'll do your story. We'll do my story and then we'll get out of here. Okay. Sounds right. good. Hang on everybody. It's uh, ears up in depth. We'll be right back. in-depth reporting disney news that's probably not made up all right jeremy what do you got for us it was a house of plastic
1: made by monsanto and now you can try it at the anaheim hojo (laughs) perfect howard johnson in anaheim has announced an homage to a long lost tomorrowland attraction the hojo anaheim is now offering guests the ability to stay in their brand new renovated House of the Retro Future, inspired by the Monsanto House of the Future that sat in Disneyland's Tomorrowland from 1957 to 1967. You know about this, right?
0: Uh, the House of Tomorrow?
1: Yes, sir. The Monsanto House of the Future was in partnership with the House Massachusetts of the Institute of Technology, Monsanto and WED, and was meant to demonstrate the versatility and benefits of plastics as a high-quality material yeah. that will never go away. Even in your microplastics and will fill your gut. Yes, that's right. It was a futuristic looking experimental model home constructed entirely of plastics that also boasted cutting edge technologies like a microwave oven. Whoa, slow down. Hold on. But back then, that's pretty, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, actually, we had uh, Dave from Dave Land Web on uh, last year, I think, or maybe it was earlier this year. And he took us through a photo history, basically, uh, from his website about the house of... uh, A house of the future or whatever it's called. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. Even my family, we didn't
1: get a microwave until like 1992. So it was cutting edge. Yeah. The home with its gently sloping walls, vinyl flooring, and floor-to-ceiling windows eventually welcomed over 20 million guests over its 10-year life at Disneyland. Well, now, Jason, guests today can get a taste of what it was like to visit the home of the future. The suite at the Howard Johnson of Anaheim features a blend of the classic 1960s futuristic design elements showcased in the Monsanto House of the Future with the conveniences of today. Wow. With custom period furnishings, original artwork and authentic vintage pieces, you'll be transported to another time. The multi... uh, multi-paneled window panes not only reflect the similar windows that were in the original Monsanto House of the Future, but as they face the Disneyland Resort from across the street, those windows will frame views of Disneyland's own retro futuristic monorail as it whisks guests to downtown Disney. So how cool is that? You're in this retro futuristic room, you have a window and a monorail goes by out the window. It's like really completing the whole story there. That is cool. The well-appointed suites feature furniture by Modernica and Herman Miller, custom art by Shag, as well as other artists, and era-inspired wow. lighting by Restoration
0: Hardware. Custom artwork by Shag? Shag is, Shag. like, the big name in, like, tiki, uh, you know, retro art. He is I love Shag. Massive. I like his song. I like his
1: song, uh, It Wasn't Me. <laughs>
0: That's Shaggy. Oh. Yeah. This is a a different version of Shag. Shag has a, he has a, 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 I don't know why I know this, like a retail space in Palm Springs. Like his artwork is very expensive. So that's cool. I mean, that's great. Good for, good for Hojo. Good for the Hojo. The suite will also feature its own soundtrack
1: available on Apple Music called the Howard Johnson Jet Set which is not there yet. so okay. Fortunately, but uh, eventually we'll have that music. Maybe I'll put it on Spectro. The Hojo of Anaheim is coming off a multi-year renovation. The Retro House of the Future Suite will be opening later this summer, 2022. So check back at hojoanaheim.com for availability. I think this is pretty neat. It looks there. If you go to hojoanaheim.com there, you can see all their images. Oh, um, really? You can? Um, oh, oh yeah. There's a lot of images of the suite. The bathroom looks really cool. And I think it's just
0: kind of interesting that... Like it's concept art for what they're going to be doing?
1: It actually looks like it's finished, but maybe just not taking reservations yet because it's artwork, but it doesn't, look, it doesn't look like mock-ups. It looks real, unless it's real good CGI.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because there was like a video that was put up in January that says like retro future building Hojo or whatever, but I, I, I didn't okay. think that that would be the same it's um i i do like how it it really
1: like the slope of the windows really does evoke feelings of the house of tomorrow or the house of the future which i think is kind of neat and i think why isn't disney doing like what a what a great concept and disney doesn't do it <laughs> that's true They have to leave it to a partner hotel across the Hojo is doing better, more immersive rooms than these uh, Disney hotels. They're making theirs as bland as possible. It actually kind of reminds me of the TWA Hotel at JFK Airport out here in New York. Oh, really? Which is so cool. If you have the chance to stay there, absolutely do it now. The, The TWA Airport Hotel at JFK is phenomenal. And you actually feel like you're in the 60s. That's cool.
0: All right, kitchenette. Um, Look at that kitchenette. Wow, that looks cool, man. This is great. I would love to stay in this stupid thing. Right? Yeah, it looks really cool, man. It just looks
1: really well done.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then that couch, it's like slightly curved. It does not look comfortable at all. It doesn't look comfortable at (laughs) (laughs) all. Uh, There's no other, uh, you know, I wish you could like zoom in on the photos. Uh, It has a record player in it. It has a record player. That is sort of amazing, dude. I love it. I think that's that's a really cool. Uh, that's a really cool. There's the shag artwork. That's a really cool yeah. idea, man. I like it. Be and among I like the first the to learn more even there in the in the window. Yeah,
1: and there's the monorail whipping by. Yeah, so it's definitely got nods to Disney. Neat. That's um, really cool. It just I like looks that. like it's really well done, and I gotta say, congratulations to them. It seems pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: That's my other story. The Hojo.
0: <laughs> All right, Jared. Well, for my last story, I decided to dig really deep into what's going on in Reedy Creek. We're going to address that again. We talked a little uh. bit on the last show on the main show um, about, or actually it was on the secret show um, oh, about okay. what's going on over there. And sort of like, you know, I basically, I was like, I hesitate to sort of mention it because it's just in the news everywhere. It's everyone sort of knows about it. And that's, I, I don't really like that for these kind of shows. Well, right, you want to hear something different, not what's beating you over the head
1: all day long. You That's want to hear right. about the Hojo. Right. But I have, a, I have some interest in this because I have a place in Osceola County and I'm kind of worried, wondering what's going to happen. Well, so I've been reading a lot about it.
0: Good. OK, well, maybe you can uh, correct me if I'm if I'm incorrect on any of these points here. But, uh, Jeremy, we are off to Florida to uh, get our fill of the latest Disney versus DeSantis heavyweight bout. And things get twisty here real fast. Just last week, DeSantis, the governor of Florida, signed into law Senate Bill 4C, an act that would eliminate the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which allows Disney to fast track certain construction projects, among other benefits. Quote In the near future, we will propose additional legislation to authorize additional special districts in a manner that ensures transparency and an even playing field under the law, is what DeSantis' statement read. It would be up to the legislature to take any action. This law will go into effect June of 2023, giving Disney just over a year to sort out what actions it should take with the Reedy Creek Improvement District. However, there does seem to be a bit of an overreach of power here, because in a twist that is still playing out, DeSantis might not be able to actually delete Disney's special provisions after all. When the state established the 39-square-mile Reedy Creek Improvement District in 1967 as an independent taxing district controlled by Walt Disney World, it gave the power to build roads, sewers, and utilities, as well as the authority to set its own zoning laws, establish police and fire departments, and regulate its construction, which are things that are essential to such a large theme park and, of course, to the big old dream we used to call Epcot the district borrows money by issuing bonds to pay for services. And those bonds are then purchased by other people. While Disney must also pay property taxes to orange. And what, well, how do you say it? Oscola, Osceola, Osceola, man, I can never figure that one out. Uh, Disney has to pay property taxes to orange and Osceola counties. The state also allows the Reedy Creek improvement district to tax itself, which it does at a rate that's higher than allowed by law in other counties. So, Just a recap. Reedy Creek pays for things like road work construction with a higher than normal tax rate on itself than other places are legally allowed to. That's just to be clear. Overall, Disney has been pretty silent on the Reedy Creek matter. But on April 21st, which was about seven days ago, the day after this law was signed, Reedy Creek issued a statement on the municipal securities rulemaking board, which I'm sure everyone has bookmarked. And it outlines exactly what is wrong with DeSantis's course of action. Apparently, there is a provision within Florida state law that says that Reedy Creek cannot be abolished unless the district's bond debt is paid off. Reedy Creek Improvement District sent a note to its investors, which are the people who bought the bonds, right, to show that it was confident the, the legislature's attempt to dissolve Reedy Creek violated The pledge that the state made when it enacted the district in 1967 and therefore was not legal. And here was that that pledge, that statement that that Reedy Creek released. It says, quote, The state of Florida pledges to the holders of any bonds issued under this act that it will not limit or alter the rights of the district to own, acquire, construct, reconstruct, improve, maintain, operate, or furnish the projects or to levy and collect the taxes, assessments, rentals, rates, fees, tolls, fares, and other charges provided for herein, until all such bonds, together with interest thereon, and all costs and expenses in connection with any action or proceeding by or on behalf of such holders, are fully met and discharged. So basically, you can't do anything until all the debt's gone. Here's the announcement by Reedy Creek. It says, in light of the state of Florida's pledge to the district bondholders... Reedy Creek expects to explore its options while continuing its present operations, including levying and collecting its ad valorem taxes and collecting its utility revenues, paying debt service on its ad valorem tax bonds and utility revenue bonds, complying with its bond covenants and operating and maintaining its properties. Now, the bill that dissolves Reedy Creek doesn't specifically mention what should happen with all of the outstanding bond debt, but another Florida law states that by default a county would assume the debt of any district that has been dissolved along with all of its assets. So if this law does stand and next year Reedy Creek is axed, Orange and Osceola, the two counties that Reedy Creek occupies, would acquire nearly $1 billion in bond debt. And I think that's each. I'm not entirely sure. Because um, I, I, I've read different, different reports that there's two million dollars or $2 billion worth of debt tied up. I've also read right. there's 1 billion dollars. So same, yeah. When you're arguing over billions of dollars, who can really, you know, whatever. But uh, so let's just call it 1 billion dollars. Um, and they're going to they're going to acquire that debt without all of the tax revenue that Reedy Creek would provide. Because again, Reedy Creek taxes people or taxes themselves at 3 times the normal rate. So something's going to have to give here, Jeremy. Now, proponents of this bill, uh, quote, had some misconception that Disney is getting some special property tax break for Reedy Reedy Creek, said Scott Randolph, who's the Orange County tax collector. Quote, it's not. Now, from his estimate, residents of Orange County could see a $163 million a year property tax increase if Reedy Creek is eliminated. Quote, all of that debt and obligation goes over to Orange County the minute that Reedy Creek is dissolved, he said. He's also said that paying off paying that off could mean a property tax increase of twenty to twenty five percent on homeowners. That is massive. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think
1: there's so much going on here, and I'm not a legal scholar.
0: <laughs> Wait, hold on, you said you're going Sorry. to law school. I didn't. I we, wish we had Char
1: on. To be honest, with
0: you. She, yeah. I mean, I I thought about it. He's a patent guy, but I you know
1: I don't yeah know. but he's got to be he'd at least be what more versed than True. the two of us bozos trying to de, you know decode all this <laughs> that's right the only thing is that this orange county um tax collector's been pretty outspoken he um what what i've seen in, in an argument made against that is they're making it seem like we would have to pay that off in a year Like, they're like, oh, it's going to go up. But Mm -hmm. those bonds go out to the year 2039. Mm -hmm. So what they were saying is, oh, it's $2,000 a household. But $2,000 a household over 17 years is $9 a month. So it's not the, you know, it's actually not what the increase that we would all you know they're like your taxes are going to go up $2,000. It's like they're not going to go up $2,000. Well, I th- I thought they're that they're going to go up $9 well, over the course of
0: 20 years. I think that it's like it's a $163 million a year property tax increase. So it's it's going up 20 to 25% a year until all that's paid off. So I think I think you're right where you know there there's a there's a deadline for the for the bond to be paid, but you're you guys are going to be paying on it for 10-15 years. At twenty yeah. to twenty five percent increase, but I don't think that that comes to two thousand dollars a year.
1: Is what I'm saying. Okay, that's over the life of it. So I, okay, I, yeah, anyhow, I wasn't okay. All right, but, but and I could also I could be wrong because yeah, all of knows. this is so. And you know, there's so many contradicting views, and every time one person says one thing, like so, and that's this is another reason why I was really interested. I would like to know what um Shar says mm-hmm. because. I've also seen that original bill might not be legal. It just has never been challenged. Mm-hmm. So a lot a, a, a legislature can pass whatever they want to and it will hold until it's challenged. Right. In a court. Yes. It's never been challenged, but that might it might be illegal for a legislative body to make permanent law or to say this can never change. Mm. And as I understood it, a new legislature can can come in and whatever they pass supersedes whatever was passed before it because that's the current Right. Rule. Yes. So I but I again, like those are two, those both sound like logical arguments to me. It sounds logical that they could pass a law that says you can't do anything until this debt's paid off. And it also sounds logical to me that another legislature could say, no, we want to dissolve it because we're the current legislature and that's how law works. So I but I don't know. And I actually <laughs> think it would have to go. There's this is 50 years of so much. everything so crazily entangled and there's what we do pay for and what we don't pay for and what Mm -hmm. taxes disney does pay and all the fees that they avoid um because they don't have to go to you know get get zoning approval and all that there's you know there's estimates that they save 21 million dollars a year just on building fees Mm. so that normal companies are paying to orange and osceola county so i just think like it's going to take a lot of really smart people and courts to untangle fifty oh, years of this. It's like a sure. divorce, you know? Who paid yeah. for what, when, and how and Oh, we get to um, that do the, too. And do the people of Osceola and Orange County wanna want to start providing road work for Disney World? I think that what will happen is um they'll will they will keep Reedy Creek and they'll probably just take away a few of the benefits, but they'll still cause Orange County doesn't want to have to go
0: and inspect Cinderella Castle. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they do. We get to that a little bit because there's, there's a... <laughs> oh, a, a
1: sorry. Couple, no, I that's okay. That's a, there's a
0: couple little uh, little things about what could possibly happen. Uh, Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings told reporters Thursday that, quote, if we had to take over the first response, the public safety components for Reedy Creek, with no new revenue, that would be catastrophic for our budget here within Orange County. End quote. So that even is aside from all of the debt if they just if they have to support the fire department and the police department and all that kind of stuff you you can't do it with it without any more new income. So even above and beyond paying off the debt by increasing property taxes, something else has to come in to generate that that debt.
1: Right? The other and the other trick is there is a constitutional amendment passed in Florida that they can't raise taxes on businesses more than, I think, 10% in every, any given year. So they're actually limited. If they do start taxing D- Disney, they're limited in how much they can increase it. So they will run into, it'll have to go
0: to either residents. Yeah, right. Demings noted that the district reimburses the sheriff's office for any services rendered, including for the two municipalities controlled by Disney that were created at the same time as Reedy Creek, which are Bay Lake and Lake Buena Vista. In the current fiscal year, Bay Lake is paying nearly $11 million to the sheriff's office and Lake Buena Vista is poised to pay nearly $3 million. Quote, if that district goes away and they no longer pay for those public safety costs and then it has to fall to the county's other budgets, that's a net sum loss for the rest of the taxpayers of Orange County when we already have significant pressure on our county budget to provide for the public safety, Dimming says. Okay, sure, you might be saying, but the county would gain the assets of the of Reedy Creek, right? But, which is true, but remember that Disney is allowed to tax itself at a higher rate than otherwise legally allowed in the state, which is currently three times the usual limit, meaning Orange County would have to collect three times less taxes than Disney was paying on the buildings otherwise owned by Reedy Creek while still maintaining the recently acquired infrastructure, which would be a strain on any government. This generally does seem like a a publicity stunt in in my mind, just uh, first blush, perhaps for the rumored DeSantis presidential run in the next election. And see, I hear those ghosts looming in the hallway of the Internet uh, from time to time. The bill was passed 72 hours after being drafted, and the bill summary was about a paragraph long for, for lawmakers to vote on it. Clearly, not much thought was put into it or put into the impact it would have on the residents of Orlando. Quote, some people are trying to say somehow that they would get a tax break out of not having their special district. DeSantis said Monday at a news conference. Trust me, under no circumstances will Disney not pay its fair share of taxes. At this point, we'll have to trust him because he offered no further details on exactly how he planned to do this. Another issue is how to actually divide up the debt. Reedy Creek, again, spans two counties. And if the utilities and infrastructure are split evenly between the two counties, well, that would be relatively simple. But considering Reedy Creek has a sewage, power, roads, buildings, and more spread out in uneven amounts, being fair to each county is going to take some work. Like you said, Jeremy, it's going to take courts. It's, t- it's like a divorce. Who gets what? Why, what? What debt am I saddled with? What, what county is the power plant in? Do, is that fair to these residents that they have to pay more? It's just it's a lot.
1: Yeah, and I um, I think a larger percentage of Walt Disney World sits in Orange versus Osceola. So I think like, but then also it does go, I don't know. But it look on a, if you look at it on a map, it looks like it way more is in Orange than Osceola. Mm.
0: So what options does the state have for untangling this mess? Uh, this is uh, Jason Schumer, who is a Florida tax attorney and who wrote a, a great article in Bloomberg Tax, which apparently is a sub arm of Bloomberg, um, that I took a lot of this information from. He says, quote, they could try to argue that this pledge was invalid, that they could not contract it away. I don't think that that would work, but states usually aren't in the business of arguing that their own premises are bad, <laughs> which I thought was a pretty good it's a pretty good statement. I sort of want to get him on That's and see fine. what doing. but yeah, it's like well, you we are you know, our laws are incorrect with this one specific thing, don't look anywhere else with this one specific time our laws bad. The state could also pass a different law which acknowledges Disney's rights to the bonds and then take the assets using its eminent domain powers and then pay off the bondholders using those assets, he said. But that that poses another problem for the state. By giving Disney a year to resolve this, the company could shed its assets by giving its power plant and its water utility to Lake Buena Vista and Bay Lake. And without those assets, Disney reduces its tax bill when the state dissolves Reedy Creek. Uh, this is again from uh, Jason Schumer. He says, quote, Disney has more power now to determine its tax bill than it did a week ago. That's what's crazy to me. They want to punish Disney, but this is the furthest thing from that. You literally put them in the driver's seat of how much they want to pay. Of course, another option, the bondholders could just file suit against the state of Florida for breaching the state guarantee that they would not interfere with the bond structure. Right. The bonds are purchased by companies looking for consistent payments. And if you reduce the amount of income generated that has been specifically slated to repay those debts, that throws the investors into financial unknowns. And to further complicate things, both the U.S. and Florida constitutions place strict limitations on the government's ability to impair its own contracts. Under the U.S. Constitution, a state can only impair an existing contract if the impairment is reasonable and necessary to serve an important government purpose. As early as 1866, the US Supreme Court held that once a local government issues a bond based on an authorized taxing power, the state is contract bound and cannot eliminate the taxing power supporting the bond, which in this case would be Reedy Creek.
1: Ah, okay, well that's interesting. The Supreme Court has
0: uh, is offering precedent. Yeah. The Florida Constitution provides even greater protection from impairment of contract. <laughs> oh, geez. With this, yeah, it's like you write a, a bill within seventy-two hours, pass it, you get the pat on the back from everybody that is, supports it, and then and then now people are like. Actually, you might want to sit down for a second. Uh, it does seem we have a, a,
1: a bad history in our country of passing <laughs> things without knowing what's in them. We That's, tend to do that a lot, it seems. And I'm not very comfortable really with it.
0: No, no. Uh, you know, and sometimes it bites you in the ass. And sometimes, uh, you know, you just you go to sleep a little bit earlier that day. Uh, with this law, the state of Florida has eliminated the government entity that backs the various bonds while violating its own explicit promise not to do so. It's hard to imagine a way that the state could successfully argue that this did not violate its own contractual obligations. Uh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. So uh, anyway, oh, actually, here's another important part. Um, Florida could theoretically get rid of some of these contractual issues by writing a giant check to prepay or redeem the bonds. But that's prevented by at least one of the outstanding bonds, 2018's utility revenue bond, which strictly prohibits redemption until october of 2029 Ugh, so it, it looks like that no matter what if reedy creek goes and DeSantis gets exactly what he wants taxpayers are going to be on the hook for a, a portion of this at some point and that's best case i think yeah you know it, it could get a lot messier than that i don't know i'm i'm
1: i'm not worried about it for some reason because i think that i mean it's I was worried in the beginning because I was like, what's going on here? But there's yeah. been so many like you just read a lot of really interesting points about how the legalities of all this. And obviously, a lot of elements of this are probably
0: going to end up in court. And um, I think so, too. I think it's it's heading to court. I mean, Disney has been, like I said, relatively quiet, except for that statement that Reedy Creek gave the the morning after it was passed. So they already knew yeah. <laughs> they were ready for yeah. it. Um, and that's it. They haven't said anything, which I think is the way to go. And seeing what else, you know, what the lawyers can cook up, but uh, they have a year to figure it out. And I I just, I don't know. I, I my gut tells me it's going to court. They're going to, it's going to be challenging. Oh,
1: court. oh yes, of course it will go to court. Yeah. And well, because also they have to have replacement bills now. So now is when, mm-hmm. you know, the rubber will hit the road over the next year and they're going to have to pass all the things. That, Cause I think it's going to stay. I think it's just going to mm-hmm. stay with some tweaks and then both sides can walk away saying we were, you know, we, we, we got, got what we wanted. wanted exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, you can do the posturing and you can get the win in the, in the, in the media, you know, and, exactly. uh, you know, both sides can be, it's a draw. We were able to, to make Disney pay. It's like, hey, the annoying here, thing is you. I,
1: I live about 30 paces from the, from the county line of Polk County, which is not involved in this at all. So, if I had moved about thirty steps <laughs> further away from where my <laughs> where I am i,
0: I wouldn 't have to worry about
1: any of this whatsoever at all, but because i 'm just inside the border it 's my problem. I love it sort of but I, not really i don 't i 'm not worried about it at all
0: yeah, I mean there 's no reason to be it's it 's so new and so fresh, and there 's so many other steps to even make this happen that you know there 's no point there 's no point uh all
1: right Jared that's all I got man. What about you Wow? That was good. I'm excited about Hojo.
0: <laughs> After all that, you know I'm excited about the Hojo too. And you know, to, to be quite frank, they should do the whole floor like that. The
1: whole, the I, whole. Yeah, I want to know how many of those suites there's go- there are going to be. There should be more than one. It can't be like the the dream suite in the castle. We gotta have many. Yeah, exactly. Well,
0: also, how much is it going to be? I don't know. Because honestly, that couch does not look comfortable. Nothing in that place looks comfortable, but it looks yeah. fun to be in. Like it looks it does look very, very cool. Good on the Hojo folks. For, Good on for the Hojo folks. putting that together. I wonder. Maybe we should maybe we should try to talk to them. That'd be fun. Like the the room designer or something like that. Hey, reach out. Yeah. Reach out and touch someone. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool.
1: I'll tell you I have n- I for the last year or two I have had no desire to go back to Disneyland like it just doesn't I'm just not it. I don't know why. I usually, usually I'm constantly thinking about when I can get out there and now yeah. I'm not that annual pass anymore. I'm not a magic key holder and I actually just don't care. Yeah. Like, I want to come to California but but this is making me want to go there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you know i feel the same like you know honestly i don't know if it's it's just the the pandemic or you know what but it's like I, I sort of don't really care i think more of what it is is there's so many people now all of my friends who go everyone who i know goes it's like it's bizarrely packed it is massively packed and i don't yeah. like Disneyland when it's packed i don't want to do it i don't want to do rather it not go yeah i'd rather not go i'd rather go oh okay that eh, okay whatever what yeah. are you gonna do All right, everybody, we're going to get out of here. That's what we're going to do. Thank you very much for supporting the show, for listening to the show. And uh, if you uh, are a Patreon supporter, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock is our walkabout, where I run through a bunch of Disney-related videos and then sort of end with a bunch of weird nonsense videos that aren't Disney-related at all. But we sit, we talk about them, and we hang out, and we have a good time. So come check that over on Patreon. And uh, for everybody else, until next time, we'll see you in the parks.